So we're holding by Shmuel Bez, we're in Perik Tas, in the middle of Pasuk Zion. We learned previously that David has Mephibosheth brought in front of him. He wants to show the son of Yoyin's son, Chesed, uh, for the sake of his father. The learning tonight should be as Chosi Lenish, Master Bechil Mechel Ben Asher, and Yechaskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda, as well as as Chos for Fuashleimah from Moshe Ben Miriam. So I just want to go back to Pasuk Zion for a minute. In Pasuk Zion, David says that he's going to do a Chesed for Mephibosheth for the sake of his father Yoyin's son by giving back the fields of Shaul's estate giving them back to Mephibosheth. So the Mepharshim ask a double-sided question. They say, first of all, what is the chesed that David's doing if he's giving Mephibosheth feels that Mephibosheth already has a right to as a Yairish? Mephibosheth is the descendant of Yonasan, who's the descendant of Shaul. Shaul's estate is inherited by the living descendant, Mephibosheth. So what is this chesed that David's doing by giving Mephibosheth something he already has a right to? And the second part of the question is, Elamai, you'll tell me, well, he gave him the whole estate meaning that he took it away from other Yoshim. So the Mepharshim is, what right does a king have to take property away from other Yoshim? Is that really something that a king has a right to do, is to just take property away? We know there were other descendants. The Pilegesh of Shaul, Ritzba Basaya, had two sons, and they technically also were Yoshim of Shaul's estate. So is David allowed to just take the estate away from them and give it to Mephibosheth? And that indeed would be a chesed that he was doing, but what right does a king have to do that? So Rashi and the Radak argue, Rashi says straight out, yes, king has a right to take whatever property he wants. Rashi says very clearly, king has a right to transfer over inheritance from one person to another. And Rashi says it's clearly in Pasuk and Shmuel Aleph, when Shmuel tells Klai Yisrael about the Mishpat HaMalucha, the protocols of a king, the rights that a king has over the people. And he says there, Rashi says, it says over there, He can take your vineyards and your fields away and give it to someone else. So that was the chesed, according to Rashi, that David is allowed to take the estate completely away from the other Yerushim and give it to Mephibosheth. Radak asks on Rashi, he says, Rashi, I don't agree with your understanding of the Mishpat HaMalucha. First of all, that's not the right of a king. A king doesn't have a right to take the property away. What, so, so, Radak, what is the king's right? So, Radak says, the king's right is to the Paris, is to the produce. And the Radak brings a riot because the Pesach says over there, and says Radak, it doesn't say your houses. The king doesn't have a right to take the actual property, but rather only the produce, only that which grows on the property the king can take. The king can't actually take the field itself and give it away, can't take the property itself and give it away. So therefore, says the Radak, Rashi's understanding is not correct. So how does the Radak understand what was the chesed that David was doing? And actually, let me add, the Radak has a beautiful raya. He brings from Achav. He says, Achav wanted the property of Navais, which adjoined his vineyard. Navais refused to sell it. If the Radak, the Radak says, if Achav, if a king has a right to just take property, seize property, then Achav could have forced Navais to sell based on the Mishpat HaMalucha. Elamai, Achav had to come up with this whole scheme to get Navais killed in order to take possession of the property. So says the Redox, you see there, clearly, King does not have a right to just simply go out there and take whichever field he wants, or Achav would have done so. So that is a nice raya from the Radak. So what is the chesed that David did, says the Radak. So Radak says it's based on a Gemara in Sanhedrin, on Daf Mem Chesam where the Gemara there says that if somebody is put to death for being a married Vamachus, the Melech inherits his property. And so based on that rule, the David was entitled to Shaul's estate. Why? Because since the entire Bay Shaul rebelled against David by pledging allegiance to Ishbaishas. And it was already known at that time. Even Shaul admitted himself before his death, that he understood that David would be the next Melech. So it was well known that David was supposed to be the next Melech. So therefore, any 
the, the since the entire Beishal declared allegiance to Shpaishas, they were considered a Maribamachas, their property automatically passes to David Amelech. So now David is saying, Oh, I'm gonna do chesed with you by returning the property, which yes, I have a right to, because your family was a Maribamachas, but I'm gonna transfer it back to you. And I'm giving he can give it completely to Ishba to to Mif, to Mifi Baishas, even though there are other Yarshim, because the property really belonged to David. Kliyakar agrees with Radak, but he says that David gave Mephibosheth only his chalik of the Arusha, not that of the other Yarshim. But the chesed was that it came out of David's own pocket. David had rights to the, to the property. And that's why, says the Kliyakar, the Pasuk mentions twice the word of Icha to teach you that only David was only giving Mephibosheth his chalik in Yonason's, rather Yonason's chalik in Shal's estate, not the entire estate, to the exclusion of all the other uh, heirs. Matsuda says that it's possible that David took them as an inheritance. David himself was the Irish because since they didn't know of any remaining relatives of Shaul, and since David was married to Michal, Bath Shaul, so the daughter, we just learned this in, in, in Parshas Pinchas, that the daughters have a right to inherit if there are no remaining sons, and so therefore it's possible David took Shaul's estate over as the only, uh, as his wife Michal was the only remaining Yerush, and so now that he finds out Mephibosheth is alive, he turns around and gives the property over to Mephibosheth. The Malbim says that the property belonged to David, but for a different reason, that Shaul was a poor man when he became king. The properties, the estates that he acquired when he was a melech was not his personal property, but it was considered the estate of the melech, belongs to the melech. So when the malchus uh, uh, transferred from David from, from Shaul to David, the property transferred over to David as well. And now he turns around and he gives a, does a chesed to Mephibosheth by transferring it to Mephibosheth. That's how the Mabim learns, that's the chesed that David did. So so Mephibosheth bows down, and he said, what is your servant? That you are paying attention to a dead dog like myself. In other words, he degrades himself, he calls himself, he refers to himself like a dead dog, and yet David is turning and showing chesed and um, recognizing him. Um, and so therefore, uh, Mephibosheth thanks David for that, for, for being so gracious to him. Yaakov explains this Lashon of calling himself a Kelev Mace, um, that Mephibosheth in his Anivas is called is, is considered himself an Amaretz. So he says he's like a dead dog because Rishayim, even while they're alive, are called dead. And also adding on the fact that Mephibosheth never could leave his house because he was lame. And so therefore he's like he's like stuck in his house. He's like a dead dog. And nevertheless, David is, is turning and recognizing him and showing him and showing him favor. That certainly was a tremendous chesed. And therefore that is why um, Mephibosheth felt so um, appreciative. The Malbim points out that there's two expressions of gratitude here. First, Vayishtachu, he bows down, to thank David for giving him the fields that belonged to his uh, his father and grandfather. And number two, and he says, he says to David, thank you for showing such favoritism to a dead dog. That is to thank David for the second chesed that David did, that David appointed him to sit at his table. And again, we said last time that sitting at the king's table was a recognition for great people, even though he was lame, but because he was a Talmud Chacham, because he was a tzaddik, David felt it was appropriate for him to sit at the king's table. And so for that, Mephibosheth sort of um, uh, says he's not worthy of it. He's only a Khalif Mace, he's a dead dog. And yet David is showing such favoritism to him. And that is the second expression of gratitude. The, there's something interesting which the Mashiach Chaisen points out is that this Lashon of Kelef Mace we found earlier in Sefer Shmuel Aleph in Perach of Dalid when David's running away from Shaul, David referred to himself then as a Kelef Mace as well. So Mephibosheth now is being Machnia himself in front of David using the same words, hoping to correct 
uh, that mistake that Shaul made of chasing after David, he recalls that same Lashon that David used to call himself that a Kelev Mace to sort of be Misakain for the hate that Shaul did of chasing after David.